Welcome to the Hope United Podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. I just had this um, in my spirit today. Um, How many children of God do we have in this place today? Scripture says that healing is the children's bread. Jesus said healing is the children's bread. I just, if there is some part of your body that is, um, is not working right, you've got maybe you've got some diagnosis or you've got some type of infirmity in your body, I just want to ask you to put your hand on whatever that part is that you're believing that God is going to heal today. I want you to agree with me that God is going to heal you today. That God is going to release healing to you today. God is going to release healing to you today. Lord, we thank you right now. How many people have faith? How many people have faith for God to heal you or for God to heal somebody else in this room right now? Amen. God, I thank you, Father, for each and every person that's here, God, that is believing for healing in their body today. God, you woke me up with the thought that you are a healer. You woke me up this morning reminding me that you are Jehovah Rapha, our healer. And so, God, I thank you, Lord, for the atoning work that you did on the cross, Lord, that by your stripes we are healed. And I just declare and decree your healing in this place that anybody that needs your healing will receive it today. Anybody that's believing for Jesus to touch their body, it's not me but Jesus to touch your body, that you would be well, you would be whole. And whatever thing that's big or small, it could be an ache or a pain in your body, an ache or pain in your joints, it could be something very serious. I speak the healing power of Jesus Christ over you today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may greet somebody. Just say, I'm thankful that God is still moving My name is Pastor Joshua, and um, me and my wife are the lead pastors here at Hope Church. And if it's your first time, we just want to say welcome. We're glad to have you with us. Um, We have a QR code on the screen right now. You can scan that QR code and connect with us if you'd like. We would like to connect with you. And there's something powerful about going on a faith journey with others that believe in God and believe in what the Word says. It makes the... It makes the journey easier. It makes the journey um, fun. Let's pray. God, I thank you, Lord, for your word, God. Your word is a lamp into our feet and a light into our pathway. So, God, let there be illumination as we talk about what your word says. God, give us inspiration and revelation that would cause us to be successful in the life that you've given us to live. In Jesus' name, everybody said Well, God gave us a word for this year, and the word is increased capacity. And we've been taking a look at that because God wants us to do things that we've never done before, greater things. But for us to do greater things, we have to increase our capacity. Um, God's going to have to stretch us. God's going to have to grow us, both individually and as a faith community. We can't remain the same 
and expect different results. We must partner with God to increase our capacity. So we talked about what we must do in preparation for that. We talked about what that journey looks like, that we have to increase our faith. We talked about how we need to increase our prayer life. And today I want to talk to you about one more thing that we need to do in preparation to increase our capacity, and that is increase vision. We need to have increased vision. If you want to go somewhere that you've never gone before, you first have to see it. I have to see it in the Spirit. I have to see it with faith. And if we want to walk across the street to the beach, we have to first what? We have to first see it. So God has a purpose for you. He has provision for you. Um, but God wants to increase you, but first you have to see it. If you can't see it, you'll never go there. So I want to talk about that. I want to go to first, uh, sorry, Second Kings 6, if you will. And um, I'm going to give you an overview of a story, and then we'll get right into it. There was this moment in history where the nation of Israel was at war with uh, the Arameans. Now, the Arameans... Um, had become a really big problem for Israel. But the king would tell his military commanders where he was going to attack Israel. And then God would tell Elisha the coordinates. And then Elisha would tell the coordinates to the king of Israel. So what was happening was they were not winning anymore. The Arameans got very frustrated. And the king of the Arameans, he thought there was a spy. And so he starts going through, he's grilling everybody, and they say, listen, it's not us, but there's actually a prophet in Israel that anything that you say, even in the most private meetings, God tells him, and he can hear it, and then he tells the king of Israel. And so the king of Arameans, he decides he's going to send his army and just try to capture Elisha. And so he sends this big army. And they surround Elisha's house, which is not fortified, just a regular house. And when Elisha's servant wakes up in the morning, he finds this huge army surrounding their home. And the servant of Elisha was absolutely terrified. And he asked Elisha, what are we going to do? And this is where this happens in 2 Kings 6, 16 and 17. Elisha tells him, don't be afraid, for there are more on our side than on theirs. And Elisha prayed, listen, O Lord, open his eyes and let him see. And the Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, he saw that the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. And this is where we are today, that God wants to open our eyes. He wants us to have increased vision. So often we go through life and, and we have our eyes closed, spiritually speaking, right? We're seeing things in the natural and we're seeing things by the natural, but we're not seeing what God wants us to see. God wants to give us sight. I don't know, for whatever reason, I thought of the 1980s TV show Thundercats. I thought, sight beyond sight. I don't know why. I just, I tried to see how it could be tied into the message, but it could not be tied into the message, you know. <laughs> Completely different plot line. But God wants to give us sight. Um, 
for the Thundercat fans, sight beyond sight. All right. For us to increase capacity, we, we, we have to increase our vision. We talked about increasing faith. We talked about increasing prayer life. And as we're increasing our prayer life, something happens. It increases our ability to see what he wants us to see. Right? Our prayer life enables us to see what God is doing behind the scenes. And, and God wants to open your eyes today. There are things going on right now. There are blessings that God is releasing right now. God is moving and declaring things over your life, but you have to open your eyes in the spirit to be able to see what God is doing. Elisha prayed for his servant, God, open his eyes. And I'm praying today that God would give you increased vision. God would open your eyes. Maybe you, you, you've been seeing things that I'm praying that God would allow you to see even more. If you haven't really been seeing things, I'm praying that God open your eyes. But it's a time where increased vision is so important. So what are you seeing today? If you're only looking in the natural, it's easy to get terrified when certain circumstances come upon you, right? Elisha's assistant was terrified, and rightfully so, because if you're only looking from the natural, it's terrifying to see yourself surrounded by an enemy. And there are circumstances, there are challenges, and sometimes we face a bad report from the doctor. Sometimes we face a bad report in our finances or in our family or in a relationship. And sometimes we feel surrounded by the enemy. We talked about that. We sung about that today. Sometimes we feel surrounded by our problems, but God wants to open our eyes. I don't know what is surrounding you today, but I want to tell you that greater is he that is in you. 1 John 4 and 4 says, but you belong to God. Put your hand on yourself and say, but I belong to God. <laughs> but you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over these people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. You might have some problems today that are surrounding you. But God is surrounding you and God is surrounding your problems as well. And my prayer that God would open your eyes, increase your vision so your capacity can be increased. Don't fear the problem. Have faith in your God. Don't fear the problem. Have faith in your God. If you're battling something in your physical body, don't fear the problem. Have faith in your God. If you're going through a difficult financial season, don't fear the problem. Have faith in your God. Let him give you new vision. He wants to open your eyes to see with a new paradigm. Let him open your eyes today and see what he's doing, what he's already set in place to counteract whatever the enemy is trying to do in your life. So don't fear what the enemy is doing. Your God is greater. How many believe that today? That your God is greater than anything that the, the devil can, can concoct or throw at you, or circumstances that can pop up in your life, God is greater than those circumstances. What can we see about this story? The enemy, the attack, the army was large. It was huge. But God's army was bigger. The enemy was powerful. But God was more powerful. God's army is much bigger. 
His ability to protect you outweighs the enemy's ability to harm you. God's ability to bless you exceeds the devil's ability to take from you. And God's ability to restore you is greater than the devil's ability to destroy you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Don't fear the problem. Have faith in your God. You know, that's what I love. And I I say it that way with intention because um, when the Israelites would talk about who God was, it was very personal to them. Have faith in your God. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That might sound religious to us, but to them that was very personal, and it was saying this is the God of our family. This is the God who has come through over and over and over in our family, and he continues to come through. And I want to say the same thing to you. This is the God that comes through in our faith family, and this is the God that comes through in your family. Don't fear the problem. Have faith in your God. Have faith in our God. And I want you to listen to this principle really, really carefully. The miracle is birthed in adversity. The miracle is birthed. I hope you get this because your miracle is always birthed in adversity. The miracle never happens in good times. The miracle never happens in regular times. The miracle is birthed in adversity. Look at this story even. Elisha and his servant was in cri- were in crisis. If God didn't come through, it was a very desperate situation. The miracle is birthed in adversity. The enemy surrounded Elisha, and then the miracle happened. The problem arose, then God's hand moved. God's hand moves in response to the problem. You just need the vision to see it. Right? You just need the faith vision, right? To see it that God is moving. The miracle is birthed in adversity. If we can learn to see that God is moving inside every adversity, in every problem, God's hand is moving for your good. In every sickness, God's hand is moving for your healing. In every financial crisis, God's hand is moving with provision. In every relational issue, God is moving. Miracles are birthed in adversity. The more we open our eyes, the more we will see what God is doing. And when we see what God is doing, fear evaporates. This is why increased vision is so important, guys. Because when you see what God wants you to see, fear evaporates. Fear can no longer... See, the, the... Elisha's servant, he's looking out now, his perspective changes because he sees something that he didn't see before. He sees a much larger army that is for them. And so fear evaporates. If you want to increase your capacity, you've got to increase your vision of who God is and what God is doing. I don't get scared when I see adversity. Because I see the miracle that God is doing behind the adversity. We have to retrain our vision to see what he wants us to see. And he wants us to see the miracle that he has already done. And it's on its way right behind that battle. Right behind that battle. Right behind that crisis. Right behind that adversity is the miracle 
1 Corinthians 2.9 says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. I want you to imagine right now that God has prepared something that your eye has never seen, that your heart has never dreamed up, and it's waiting for you right behind your problem. A blessing that you haven't even imagined. It's, it's so good, and it's waiting behind your, adver- your current adversity. There is a blessing right behind that sickness that you're going through. There is a miracle. There's a financial breakthrough on the other side of this financial difficult season. And so I'm learning to see what God wants me to see and focus on what he wants me to focus on. Now, instead of being so focused on the battle, I'm raising my eyes and I'm seeing, oh, what's behind the battle, though? What miracle is behind the battle? What breakthrough is behind the battle? What provision is behind the battle? What relationship is behind the battle? Increased vision. So when I see adversity and I see problems, I'm excited because I see the miracle that's on its way. James said it like this in James 1, 2 through 4. He said, consider it. This is a man that had vision. He said, consider it pure joy. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces (laughs) something in the adversity, it produces perseverance and let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature. Wow, this is how we get mature, guys. We go through our battles and then on the other side is the victory. So let the perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete. Look at the end of this. And lacking nothing. Some of you need to hear that because you've been believing for a spouse. Or you've been believing for finances. Or you've been believing for a promotion. Or you've been believing for a job. Listen, you have to go through the adversity because on the other side of the adversity is the miracle. And you will be lacking what? Nothing. I want to have the vision that I see God is doing something. God is doing something behind this problem, behind this giant, behind this situation, behind this financial issue, behind this person that's battling me and coming against me. There is a miracle behind it. Consider it pure joy when the enemy throws problems your way. Because it will perfect you and you will end up lacking nothing. When we have This causes us to see problems differently. We have to see challenges differently. We have to see setbacks differently. Those difficult moments work in us patience, character, determination. And we come out lacking nothing. We have to begin to see that God is working behind the scenes in the midst of our problem. Whenever the enemy steps in and causes chaos, God steps in to do good. Good plans. Whenever the devil steps in to wreak havoc, God steps in to do good. God is about to do something even greater for your good than you can possibly Imagine, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him.
Increased vision helps us see that. Increased vision changes our perspective. Increased vision causes increased capacity. God is doing great things in this season. Greater things, even if it feels really bad right now. God didn't do the bad, but God's got some good waiting right behind the battle. We talked about it. This is how I fight my battles, right? I get into the presence of God. I begin to communicate with my Father, and He increases my vision. And I'm able to see what's really going on. This problem, this battle, this attack is the enemy's best attempt at delaying my blessing, at distracting me from my miracle. When we have increased vision, we see through the smokescreen. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I want to encourage you today. If God is for you, who can be against you? Who in the world can be against you if God is for you? The God of heaven has surrounded your problem, and it is greatly outnumbered. I want to tell you today, please hear this. The God of heaven has surrounded your problem, and it is absolutely outnumbered. You may feel surrounded today. You may feel overwhelmed today. But the God of heaven's armies has surrounded your problem. And it is outnumbered. It doesn't stand a chance. And when you say, God, let me see. Let me see what you're doing. It will change your perspective. Can we pray together today? God, I pray that you would touch us and increase our vision. We want to see what you want us to see, what you need us to see in this and every season so that we're not distracted by whatever the enemy is trying to do when he cuts up, when he steps in, when he tries to cause chaos, when he tries to devastate, when he tries to do the things that he does. Let us keep our eyes on you, the author and the finisher of our faith, the one that increases vision and increases capacity and ensures victory. God, I thank you that you would raise our level of awareness of who you are and what you're doing. Increase our vision to see what you're doing on our behalf. Good plans. Plans to prosper us, not to harm us. Plans to give us hope and a future. No eye is seen, no ear is heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the good things that you have prepared for those that love you. God, what you're doing so far exceeds anything, anything the enemy can come up with. So God, let us see you. Let us see what you're doing. God, we thank you, Father, for the peace, God, that that brings when we have the right vision. You are our shalom. And your word says, when we keep our eyes stayed on you, you will keep us in perfect peace because you are 
our shalom. You are the prince of peace. I don't know what you're going through today, but I want to tell you that God is greater than your problems. He is Jehovah Jireh, your provider. He is Jehovah Rapha, your healer. He is God, your shalom, your peace. Whatever it is that you need today, he is everything. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. And maybe you say, Pastor, I'm not where I need to be with Jesus. I've kind of I've kind of drifted. I'm not sure if I, I'm connected right now. I don't know. I need to connect with Jesus or reconnect with Jesus. If that's you, just slip up your hand. I want to pray for you right now. There's no reason to leave this place. Amen. Amen. There's no reason to leave this place not knowing if you're in relationship, if you're in fellowship with Jesus. It's the most important decision that we make as a person on the earth. That's you and you slipped up your hand. I want you to pray this prayer with me. And everybody that agrees with this, you can pray this prayer with us. Say, Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came and died on the cross to wipe out my sins and reconnect me to a loving Heavenly Father. You died on the cross. So that I could be healed. So that I don't have to be poor. That I can be full of life. And that I would have eternal life. I receive your free gifts, Jesus. And I'm sorry for the moments that I missed it. I'm sorry for the moments I failed and sinned. Forgive me. Heal me. I want to walk with you. Jesus, lead me, guide me, show me the way. I want to live a life that pleases God. Help me do that. In Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen. Come on, let's give God the praise today. Wow. I, uh, I'm so excited for you if you made a a step to reconnect with Jesus or connect with Jesus for the first time, I want to encourage you, get plugged in here or get plugged in somewhere at a church. You need to have community around you. There is power in community. There is power in agreement. It's just like in the gym. It's better to have a workout partner. It's better to have a workout coach than to try to do it on your own. It's the same with your spiritual health and enrichment. Amen? Let me leave you with this thought. If God is for you, who will be against you? And if Jesus is in your corner, you will be undefeated. Have a great Sunday. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.